Welcome everyone. This is Erin Sully, Transition Wealth Advisor and Real Estate Investor in the U.S. and Canada. And uh, now I'm a real estate coach and actually in one of the episodes I'm going to show you some of the things that my students and I have accomplished in the U.S. So uh, I'm here with Colette. Colette, can you introduce yourself and tell us what we're talking about today? Of course, and I'm jealous that you're a real estate coach. <laughs> but anyway, I, yeah, no, I could, I could do the same thing. I choose not to. Uh, not yet, anyway. You know, Canada's a little bit different. So my name is Colette Raba. I'm a residential real estate broker in the GTA in Toronto. Well, close to Toronto. GTA is the greater Toronto area. Um, I buy and sell homes for people just like you and uh, investment properties and Araceli and I love to talk about real estate so that's why we're here today and we wanted to share something that um, I get we get questions about too about you know lifelong maybe not lifelong tenants but people who are tenants and they want to transition into home ownership and they're like but you know the the uh, I get taken care of like the landlord takes care of everything like why should I it's so expensive da 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 so we just wanted to put it out there. There are a few things that being a, 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 a homeowner changes your perspective, changes your life, really. So we wanted, we came up with six things. Yeah, so six reasons for tenants to consider becoming homeowners, right? Yes, right. So the, the very first one is that you can be evicted from your house at any point in time. Right. right. So let's play that scenario out. So just quickly, here I am. I am a, a landlord. This is my investment property. It has grown exponentially in the last like three years. I want out. I want to buy. I want to take that equity out of that house and, you know, maybe buy myself a house or put it into two other properties. So I want to liquidate for some reason. So what happens is the, te the tenant will get a notice in the mail saying, guess what? Uh, we're selling the house. They want... Um, the, the new buyers want something called, um, they, they don't want to assume that tenant. So they say, listen, you as the uh, seller have to get rid of that tenant or tenants, depending on what it is. So yeah. if they want to buy that house themselves and live there themselves, they want vacant possession. So that's what it's called on the paperwork. Maybe in where you are, it might be called something different, but that's generally speaking, um, they don't want any people. They don't want any stuff in the house. So they will tell you, hey, you yeah, have... Or, they, or they're thinking about renovating. Uh, maybe they still want to have tenants, but because the house maybe is dated, uh, they said, you know, it's easier just to have a vacant place. We want to renovate. They or maybe they're going to tear the house down. Possibly. Well, no, they're, right. There's reasons yeah. for it, but then you can't do anything about it you really you can appeal it you can do whatever you want but at the end of the day really it is not secure somebody can actually decide where you're going to be and how long you're going to be there for so right and it's not even a house sometimes all apartment buildings their their eviction notice because the building is too old and they have to take it down so there are lots of reasons why being a tenant is a little, you know, you're, you feel insecure. I, I would feel insecure about um, being a tenant, maybe not all the time, but that's a conversation you can have with the landlord before you move in, but things change all the time. So that's number one. Um, so number two, I hear this from tenants all the time. What can I do? My landlord is not repairing things. 
it's taking so long they're waiting for the other tenant next door to do something or to be available or blah 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 and it's and i have this exposed pipe or i can hear my neighbors because um you know this this giant gaping hole in the ceiling what can i do so yeah some some landlords are pretty dismissive or basically they're older and they're not able to take care of it themselves so they neglect property so there's many reasons for it uh, i don't want to say that somebody doesn't want to do it but sometimes there's circumstances that prevent the person to actually do it and some right. repairs could be pretty significant um i believe there was somebody just opening the tub with a pair of pliers because it wasn't repair i think i, think I told you that but, story yeah, <laughs> yeah that yeah and also uh sometimes on the reverse too the tenant doesn't tell the landlord in that case the tenant even didn't even tell the landlord so they weren't even aware of it but it's this kind of thing where you don't want people walking through your place to do repairs and oh can i come over now and it's inconvenient so there's a whole bunch of reasons why just you know waiting for the landlord to make repairs that's just a pain in the butt right oh absolutely so, number three so now you have a lot of restrictions as a tenant um like you know being able to customize your home maybe you want to paint put uh, wallpaper maybe having pets uh not being able to sublet for airbnb for extra income some landlords completely they tell you no you cannot uh rent a room in your house so that right. is uh, lots of restrictions. Also, if you are renting in um, like a community home and uh, where they have certain things that you cannot do on the outside, then yeah, like yeah, like townhouses, they they yeah. But you know, even uh, outside, if you're living in a house and the landlord doesn't allow you, or you don't want to spend the money and put plants and you know grow shrubs and like it's expensive to do all that stuff. And if the landlord is not really taking care of the, let's say even the grass, to for you as a tenant to go and spend that money on, yes, your house proud, yes, you want to take care of the property, but you know the the landlord then comes and says, I'm going to cut all these hedges down. I don't like it. So how how does that make you feel as a tenant? Like, you know, th this is the thing where you want a beautiful home, but if the landlord uh, doesn't want to give you any money towards something like that for improvement or even inside. Yeah. These are things that you really have to, you know, do I really want this? So really with your own house, you can do all of that stuff. You can plant whatever you want. <laughs> I'm a big gardener. I want, I want to see my beautiful gardens. No, no restrictions, right? Right. So no res restrictions with that. You have all your pets, you have, you can sublet, you can have a basement apartment, you can do whatever with your house and earn a little bit of extra income too. That's yeah. very important. For sure. So number five is actually very important. Goes back. No, to we're number five. four. No, we already did number four, did we? No, we didn't. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry. It's okay. The numbers. So now you have. If you have a noise from neighbors in the same building, you're not going to be able to fix it. You can't say anything really. But to complain yeah. with the landlord. But it is. It actually happened to me once, and it was pretty stressful really because people then just become mad and they just continue to make noise and they really don't care right so right and that's the other thing too like you're not like this goes a step back to the landlord making these decisions about who he puts into a unit that's beside you or let's say if it's a basement apartment and you're upstairs or vice versa 
Like if he gets somebody, let's say with a screaming child, or he gets somebody who has a dog that barks all day because it's alone. These are things that we're talking about with the noise. You, you can't fix it. There's no, there's, you have no control. Like this, the whole thing, this whole list is about control and having it, you know, being a tenant, you just don't have the same kind of control over your life. This is your life to, to, to do what you like and to, you know, make money and to live a nice, peaceful, quiet existence, you know? So that's, uh, that's another reason. Absolutely. Number four, the noise levels, nothing you can do about exactly. it. Exactly. And number five, of course, with finances, you're not saving the monthly rent. So you're just giving it to somebody instead of you putting towards the purchase price of the home, which is that's what you want. You want to make kind of like four savings that you're paying to something that it will become yours one day. Absolutely. And you know what? This is this happening in the States right now, too, happening in Canada, even though our market dips a little bit here and there, real estate is still a great way to invest so even if you can't afford to buy yourself a house let's say in the gta but you have a hundred thousand dollars or you have a, a enough savings that you can go to aerosol and say hey let me start building the equity in this with this money that i have what can i do how can i become a home owner either flipping or uh renting you know getting a rental unit how do i do this here's my money like I don't want to say give your money to Araceli, but yeah, give her, <laughs> talk to her. Yeah, at least talk to her. Give me money. Something that, yeah, we're very narrow-minded. We know, like in, in, you know, the people that are in my area, in, in Toronto real estate, it's crazy. The numbers are nuts. So when you really want to just start and say, I'm a home, I, I am an investor. I'm a home owner. You don't have to buy something here. I have a friend who just bought in the Caribbean it's an Airbnb she'll she'll get a revenue out of that plus the property will grow as she's owning it so so open your minds a little bit <laughs> you know fine if you have to be a tenant but think of how you can one day become a homeowner by doing it this way instead of saying I can't afford you know to buy in Ontario correct and and you also can do many things like you can do home share if you have a brother or sister uh, a friend that maybe you can start buying a house if you need a place to live in in the gta right absolutely if you want to start investing in the u.s that can create a a source of passive income for you that could add to your existing income which allows right. you to probably buy something or afford something a little bit bigger in the gta so there's many ways to do it it's just a matter of sitting down and looking at very creative ways to say how can i accomplish and right. you could do it like and it, it's yeah, a matter and of having that decision i had a neighbor years ago uh down the street where he is a young guy he's a car mechanic you know he doesn't have a huge income but he bought this house he it's a bungalow he lived in the basement and rented the upstairs he suffered through whatever the few years that he paid off the house within a few years that way. So it's mind blowing to think like, how can I not suffer, but how can I do it, but still have a quality of life and still have that, yes, this is my house. Nobody knows you're living in the basement. This is my house, this is my address. I own it, I'm on title, this is mine. There's a way to do it. So even if you have to buy it with other people, with your parents, with your siblings, even yeah. with friends, to have a good income property to say, okay, this is what we're gonna invest in. 
have a timeline to say, okay, we're going to do this for how many years, let it grow. And then we'll see what happens after that. So yes. there's this, it's, it's never like from point A to point Z it's, or Z if you're in the States, <laughs> there are steps in between and you have to be gentle with yourself to say, okay, exactly. let me just get to point B. How do I do that? And then what's I, the next step in the next step? You know what? I think Colette, that most people see, like, I cannot afford the last step, but there is very things, very few things that you can do in the interim to get there. So all if, day long, you, if you go step by step, you can get closer and closer and closer. But the most important thing is to give that step and to continue on that way. Build your equity. Right. Uh, <laughs> That's why we get excited because we're like, we can help you. Like, this is so exciting for us to, to help other people to say, this is how it's done. It's not like, okay, I'm dragon's den, crazy, you know, investor. Step number one, like just take that one step, have a conversation with someone, Araceli, me, whoever you want, uh, and, and really get to the, do the one step. And it's a very small thing. So we have one left and I'm sure we have a lot more other things you, and please, you know, like subscribe, uh, leave us any comments. If, if there's something that you agree with this and say, oh my gosh, you forgot. There are a whole bunch of other reasons why tenants should become exactly. the, uh, uh, homeowners. But this is the major ones, the major ones. So the last one is rental prices go up all the time, all the time. So, and in the last few, uh, couple of years, rent has skyrocketed for everybody. And you know, I'm a landlord and I understand why the prices have gone up because yeah. utilities have gone up, interest rates for mortgages have gone up. So landlords have to keep up with inflation in order to be able to sustain their properties. So yeah. I don't want to blame landlords, but at the same time, if you are on the opposite side, tenants also, they don't make a lot more money. So it is harder and harder. So may, may as well. Now rental prices are all, almost as close as paying a mortgage. So oh yeah. Why don't you make that a little bit extra step and right. try to own it? Uh, yeah, get that down payment, work on your credit. Like there are all these steps that we talked about that you're like, I can't do it. Okay. Well, if you really want to, that's there where there's a will, there's a way. I know that's one of my favorite sayings. It might not be comfortable. We're not saying that it's going to be easy, but guess what? We get so excited. Like we have passion for this. We love helping people do this. So if, if it's just a question, like, how do I do this? You know, it's a conversation. That's it. Anyway, so that's it's not a sales pitch, but we do get excited about real estate, and that's why we do the show. Absolutely, so because you know what, I've seen it. Like, I've we've done it. So many we've done it ourselves. Yeah, it's just the most exciting thing, at least for me. You know, buying a property, making money through flipping it, or just having income coming to you every month. It is so exciting. So. Yeah, uh, if that's something that you may want to explore, please contact us. It's really one phone call away and yeah. it's not going to take us only 15 minutes that you can just chat with us and see if there's something that we can help you with. So absolutely. Okay. So let's go back and recap of what we talked about. So what reasons do you need in order to, if you're a tenant to become a homeowner? So the first one is that you can be evicted. Yeah. There's no security there. So. Now, the second is waiting for repairs. If you have a landlord that is not taking care of what's broken, 
Number three, you have lots of restrictions to customize your home. If you want to paint, you want to change a wall, you can't do that. Without, Outside. Yeah. Without asking for permission. You can you can't rent. Sublet. Yeah, you can't renting. Sublet, right? Then you also have noise. If you're living in a, an apartment building or something. Yeah. So number four is the noise that you cannot control who's going to move in into the apartment next door to you. A screaming child, a pet, somebody that it just likes to play that loud music. There's nothing you can do about it, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> super, super important. The one thing that is close to home, you need to save money. Like that money is going nowhere. It's not, you're not going to get any benefit from it. But if you do apply it to a mortgage payment, eventually the house will be yours. Yeah and it gives me goosebumps number five gives me oh. goosebumps because it is so important to say how do i get started and get that rent to a purchase as opposed to paying someone else's mortgage pay my mortgage correct and you can get the rental income from that property to pay your mortgage for you you want to be on the other side sorry number five okay number six is the number last one we have if the rental prices always go up so just remember that and you have no control over that and if you do have a mortgage payment you know exactly how much you're paying for at least whatever uh time frame you have that uh, rate for so right that is all and i hope that you're very pumped to considering if you're a tenant to become a homeowner so that's it for today yay thanks for joining us yeah we'll see you colette bye everybody Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.